Little pig, little pig. Let me in. Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. And we're back for another one. Truth Hooligans out there, welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, on the other end of the mics, Chris Boy. and Boyer. And, and Chris, I'm here. Did you see my RoboCup? Dude, check I'm, it out. For the listeners out there. For our sponsor today, our sponsors. This is the coolest fucking cup I've ever. Um, what is it? <laughs> Regenerative. Yep. Regenerative. It's a shaker cup, but check this out. Jokes on you. It's a blender cup. I'm not shaker. Shaking, I'm not anything. That's awesome. Yeah, my it was a anniversary your, present. Uh, too bad you're on the wagon. Yeah, it's got my grape drink in it. I got my, my grape, <laughs> my on the wagon, my zip fizz, my water and uh, grape flavored water. Yeah, that's lean, dude. You're drinking lean. Let's be I'm real. Drinking lean. No, I'm sober. I'm sober now. No, it's good stuff. That's way cool, man. Yeah. What's that? A little bit of chew. Hey, sh- you can't say that shit. If my wife ever sit here, I forgot. Actually, I left the house because I had my. I have a can. I've got like three or four pouches left. And uh, if my wife ever hears this podcast, she's gonna kill me. But uh, I forgot it at the at the damn house. I've been. I'll, what I'll do is I'll go out to the garage, sneak a, a pouch, and water the stuff outside, and then like spit it out before I go inside. <laughs> Brush my teeth real fast. Chew over here, man. Yeah, I know. I should probably just leave it over there. You know, my wife ain't gonna tell on you. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you gotta have like, some kind of outlet, man. So something to to to. Uh, it's a vice, right? It's it's it's. I I don't think. Um, I mean, for some people, right? I don't think you know tobacco is any different than alcohol or or maybe weed for some people and you yeah. know like for us dmt it's dmt you know, yeah fucking uh, uh but not adrenochrome we're not okay yeah. with that not okay with that yeah i just want to you know jump in here you know we, we have we always do like a like a 15 to 20 minute rap session before we get <laughs> on here and we used to start bullshitting which i think we used we waste like 20 minutes of our best content before we start recording <laughs> but um i just am shook up man i just can't deal with the the pedophile stuff it's, it's just bringing me down it seems like i mean i don't know if it's because of the internet we're just seeing that fucking seedy world or if it's happening more often i don't know which. I, I think it's just tougher to hide yeah now because i think that in the age of information and you're one click away from finding out stories about stuff and then you gotta shift through the shit of what's true and what's not true and you know there's allegations every day about you know, other celebrities that are doing stuff that are not supposed to be diddling or whatever, you know, but yeah. you know, it's, it's just sick. It just sucks. Um, and uh, if I happen to run into a pedophile, you're dead. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Do not pass. Go. Yeah. I'll, I'll have my wife on speakerphone. Listen, honey. And she just hears like stab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm going to be gone for a while. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, I just say, you know, lately all the stuff that we've been seeing and how it's kind of leaning towards like, I don't know if there's an agenda to put it as like a, a legit sexual orientation, but I've seen stuff that's like, promoting it, and I'm like, how can you promote? Anybody can promote that shit. Yeah, remember years ago, Brian, we had seen a post about how they were going to try and 
somebody basically was like, they're going to try and normalize pedophilia. And we're like, yeah, there's no way. No way. It sure as hell seems like they're trying now. Yeah. It's Especially definitely a, you have like the social media groups like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram who are literally like, well, you know, that's just their culture. That's fucking, that's the biggest cop out. That was, They're making it a culture. That was like one of the big hot buttons I think this week that I heard about is that new little Netflix stuff coming out. Yeah called cuties and and i showed my wife like the picture of it and she's just like how's that you know how's that not going to be used inappropriately come on and also i mean i I don't have the haven't seen the show don't really care to see the show but um shame on the parents for letting them use your children in that way exactly so check but the first comment that my um wait hold on chris turn turn your mikey down just a just a can you turn yeah. yeah, just just your mic, just down to just a just a see here down is all. Gonna I have need. to get that on the board there. Yeah, then. Uh, Jamie, can you go ahead and turn that mic down first, just a little Jamie, bit? Jamie, we need great. a Jamie. Is that better? Uh, keep going a little, little more, a little more. That beautiful. That's beautiful right there. Beautiful. God, I'm killing it. I'm I'm blowing out big country's ears. Sorry, bud. But um, the first thing my wife said about it was, she's like, "Well, what about the pageantry stuff? Right, with the, the young girl, with the young girls doing the pageant pageantries." or pageants, whatever you want to call them. And it's kind of the same thing. They're getting all dolled up and you yeah. know, making them look like Miss America. And, you know, at what, what point is, is it not okay? You know, I don't know. Right. Well, you know, I, I, my sister grew up doing um, pageants. I did one and I won that <laughs> shit too. I won that bitch. Did you uh, have your beard? <laughs> I did. I had a mullet and a beard. Um, <laughs> shoot, man. I think I was like, 10 maybe we still have that picture here too somewhere by the way i bet you do do you should i'm gonna sign that for you i'm gonna put it on a shirt um yeah but but, you know when my sister did it it was different it was like little girls in like dresses and then they had their hairs done and they yeah and they put yeah poofy ass dresses you know from the 90s and they do like a twirl and they smile a dance and then you know what's your what's your talent it's tap my sister yeah. did tap. It's not like, what's your talent? I'm um, twerking and pole dancing, yeah, and I no, and yeah. you're like, did you read the? Did you read the the yeah. line? A girl she falls in love with twerk, twerking <laughs> culture or something like that. And like, I was like, an eleven year old girl. Yeah, come on, get that shit off the internet. Get that yeah. shit off Netflix. Well, and that's the thing, dude. It's Netflix. Even 4chan said we're banning all mentions of cuties. Any any type of in a hint a whiff of pedophilia you'll be yeah. banned from life and I'm like 4chan is handling this better than fucking Netflix. He's like, click on this video to see a guy's head explode from eating yeah. dynamite. Yeah, like, you're like okay, oh. but yeah. then it's like, hey, get fucking not not here. Yeah, Sorry, here. all right. Well, that's you good. Want to see a fucking terrorist get beheaded? Sure. You want to see a cartel shootout? Fine, but you no know, pedophilia. Well, good for them. Yeah, I'm like, dude, come on, 4chan's got it together? Fucking Netflix and Facebook and Instagram don't? Yeah, I'll, if that, if I see that thing come out on Netflix, I'm going to be blocking that whatever I can, thumb, rating it thumbs down and, you know, whatever I got to do to, terrible. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. I hope there's, you know what I'll do is, I'll, I think what I'm going to do is I'll comment on their webpage. I think you can send in feedback or whatever, and I'll send back I cannot believe you fuckers are yeah. putting this on this. I would give this a, a, a zero star, but I can't. Yeah. You know, you, know? How they have, you know how they have, like, they usually post releases, like, shots of 
the movies are going to release. Yeah, they're, they're coming, coming soon. Yeah, and they did. Yeah. And I went to Instagram's uh, or Netflix's Instagram, and they didn't have it up there because I was going to fuck in. Maybe they'll pull it if they have if they have half the balls they should. They should just pull it out and drop it. You know, it. and you know, by the time this this episode comes out, this might be long, a little long. bit out of date, right? But um, I just want to say, man. I'm so glad that we're starting to not starting to, I mean, we've always done this, but we're a little bit more vocal about it now with kind of the, the direction our show has been going and shout out to all the truth hooligans out there who was like helping us wage war on Instagram <laughs> against these pages because, um, fuck that dude. There's no, and I was on a tyrant dude. I was on a good one. Um, <laughs> I think our followers know that too, but I just, I, I don't think there's a place for it. I think it's inappropriate um, start yeah. to finish and also shame on the people who would like comment on the photos. Dude, I'm that, like, I, I went through the, Jesus like, Christ. Like, this is fucking gross, dude. Slimy motherfuckers, yeah. hard eyes and shit like that. And it's yeah. people like yum. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? I don't know how that's, that's not illegal. You know what I mean? To make a like a public comment, it's it's illegal for you to go on to the internet and and basically, you know, like if if I had people coming on our Instagram constantly, inward, 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 I could report that probably get them blocked for it. Right. You know what I mean? Same if if you were attacking a homosexual person on the internet, right. there'd be repercussions, whether or not they're legal from like a legal standpoint or from whatever the social media platform is. You know what I mean? I but dude, that I, shit, it's like not. Nah, it's a cultural thing. I gotta tell you, man, uh, porn is also a dangerous game right now. You know what I mean? Like hot teen, and you're like, mm, yeah. how teen? Like yeah, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. or just two forms of identification? Yeah, two forms <laughs> of identification before I ever watch this video. Um, but I think that that I think that industry, um. Unfortunately, it's played a does play a part in it. Absolutely, uh, and I, I feel like a lot of those, a lot of the the women in that industry might have been in a, a similar situation as to what we you know we're discussing a little bit here, um, with being exploited at a young age, and yeah. then it just takes over your life and it fucks up your head. And then what do you do? You just. Yeah. Let's get so, on. Let's get out of it. Let's, so, let's change the subject. Let's yeah, get that on is here. that is not tonight's episode. What is tonight's episode? Tonight's episode, we're going to be discussing a particular martial arts. So we're kind of getting out of the conspiracy realm a little bit, out of the rabbit hole, kind of taking a break of the dark times, very dark times. We are going to be talking about jujitsu or jujitsu we jujitsu e jujitsu. E, jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. The gentle art of folding people in half with their clothes still on. Um, yeah. Um, I think where we wanted to kind of start this off, boy, you had, had mentioned that um, we were going to have a discussion about a particular individual who had posted something on Instagram that was one... Um, so wrong, and I could, and I don't just mean wrong in the in the nature of the comment, but also like obviously this person has no idea what 
he's talking about as far as that sport is concerned. Yeah, as far as martial arts in general is concerned, because don't get me wrong, there's people who have a specific reason they go for martial arts, and it's not to be a better person. It's because they want to be the baddest motherfucker in the room, and then they feel like they can use that to bully people and do whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. But for someone who says, like, my sole purpose isn't for me to train and beat people up, but their sole purpose is to help other people train from a very young age, from kids to train specifically to do harm to certain people. Yeah. You know, and uh, I thought that was fucking wild. And, and I know you and I both had, we're going back and forth with the same guy. And this was right around the time the George Floyd stuff came out right after that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the motivation for that comment in that post by that individual. Yeah, but it was after watching those videos. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll probably talk a little bit about that. But I just feel like it's it's um, it's hard to win wars typed with your thumbs. You know what I mean? Um, But with what we do on the show, I think it's it's part of what we do, right? We we it's not necessarily just waging war against you know keyboard warriors, but it's we have to correct people when they're wrong. Yeah. And jujitsu is a sport that, I mean, I've, I've really come to love, come to love it. And, um, I hope one day I can open a gym and, and do this and that, but it's understanding what the sport is. The guys who take that, uh, set and their sole purpose is to hurt other people. I, I would like to say that they usually don't go very far um, because it's their ego that's driving their training. It's not their training that's progressing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense or not. but yeah, no, they, they, For them, they want to acquire enough to know more than most. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, when you join a martial arts, especially jiu-jitsu, um, after a year of training, you know way more than a lot of people. So... You know, but but to take that knowledge and pass it on to kids and tell them this is why you're going to learn this, like, that, so basically this this individual I don't even remember the guy's name, um, but his thought was it was a video of George Floyd I believe, and he had posted, "This is why I teach kids jujitsu," and I think the country had commented on it for what to fight cops, and he was like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "That's a weird fucking stance to have, especially." When you see like Hoist Gracie's a fucking deputy sheriff, right? Um, a lot of the Gracies do free training for for uh, first responders, and a lot of a lot of jujitsu, um, a lot of jujitsu schools in general do that. They either offer discounts or train them for free. You know, um, it, it it just blew my mind because we went back and forth with the guy for a little while. Like, why? First of all, why would you tell kids that? You know? Yeah. And he said, you should be telling these kids, like, you're going to learn jujitsu in order to protect yourself from everybody. Yeah. That includes a shitty cop. Yeah. And, but I, I think, I think, I think there's, I think there's a, there, here, uh, I'm going to just come back at it at a different perspective. I think jujitsu is fabulous. It does treat, teach you a lot of com, a lot of confidence to be able to go hands on with somebody and, and know that you can, uh, 
effectively control, defend yourself without hurting uh, someone else, uh, or your and protect yourself at the same time. Uh, sure. I would I would say fighting against the cops is always a bad because fighting against the cops is going to lead down a bad path. Period. There's a time to fight um, what you think is the injustice of it, and there's times to fight and times to comply. And it, it, you'll never, you'll never, ever, ever be hurt. If an officer comes up and says, boy, you're under arrest for such and such, please place your hands behind your back. Um, Ezekiel choke. Ezekiel choke, you might get shot. <laughs> right? You start choking me, I might shoot you. Well, that's it. That's, that, was, that was what was playing through my mind, right? Like yeah. This guy's going to go in for a double for a double leg, and then the guy's partner's going to fucking light him up. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of kids shot. Like, yeah. Kids I, I think that's a bad thing to teach. I think if, if you teach um, – like I – when I tell my kids all the time, I'm like you respect elders, you respect teachers, you respect law enforcement, you respect everybody, you know, just treat everybody with respect. And that's going to save you from a lot, a lot, like right. probably like 95% of, you know, bad contacts with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you uh, are just respectful, um, you know, there's, like I said, there's times and places where you fight back and, and it may not be that moment. You may feel like you're losing at that time, you know, signing that ticket or getting yelled at or someone being really disrespectful of the cops being rude. And, you know, there's a time and place to fight back with it. So, you know, yeah, people are mistaking manners <clears throat> or some other shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, even if someone has a shitty attitude towards you and they're <clears throat> from a point of authority and you don't right. agree with them. You can still you can still handle the situation with right. a little bit of manners, and it'll take you a long way. You know, absolutely, absolutely. I didn't mean to get us off track there. No, no. It's uh, I think it's it's completely relevant. And, and and on top of that, to walk it back a little bit to get a little, a little bit more context of what happened here is is the guy um, could be a girl, right? I don't know the guy. I'm assuming assuming genders here. That's what we do. Uh, posted a, a video of. Like the Gracie's talking about jujitsu, like, and then he's and then and the guy's like, "This is what we need to be teaching our kids to fight back against police." And I'm like, "You don't even know what this is." Yeah. So what are you talking about? Like, it was almost the equivalent of like posting a video from McDojo, yeah. of yeah. like just a, a chi master guy because mm-hmm. they have no idea what it is. It could yeah. have been easily just one of those videos. So yeah. I, I think it was a, a very, I mean, the guy's got a lot of followers too, right? So I think he's doing uh, an an injustice to people who were upset about the situation with George Floyd. Yeah. And anybody who gets involved in, in a martial arts for the wrong reason, usually end up getting someone hurt or getting themselves hurt. And it's not like a, minor injury you know not generally speaking it's not minor injuries yeah th- that's what they're forgetting is that every school has that enforcer you know what i mean and so when they, and it's it's similar to sports in general right uh big country hockey mm-hmm. everybody knows that there's always an enforcer in hockey they've got a fucking hitman in football who does not mind fucking getting ejected for you know a low blow or whatever usually it's that defenseless receiver going over the middle it just gets crushed <laughs> yeah, by the right safety after, right after he pulls some nasty shit or something yeah. you, know, you got you're, you're going to take a ball to the fucking 
shoulder blade in baseball if you do some disrespectful shit. So, or when you're banging on trash cans for signs and you're getting yeah, exactly. something on your nipples. Or you just happen to be an Astro, you're going to get thrown. You, know, <laughs> you just so. happen to play for the Houston Astros. <laughs> Probably for the next three years until the, the team's purged. I feel like we're going to make it. Maybe we should make a t shirt um, that says, like, don't be a Houston Astro. Yeah, don't be an Astro. <laughs> Stop stealing my signs. <laughs> be an Astro. But don't that's be an Astro. Don't like, be an Astro. I like that. <laughs> don't be an Astro and quit quit stealing signs and stop stealing kids. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah, be yeah. an Astro. Yeah, yeah, don't be an Astro. Don't steal kids. <laughs> steal, steal bases, not kids. Steal bases, not kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, but, For baseball awareness a month. I know, right? What month is that? Yeah. October? Nah, yeah. Playoffs. I'm not watching the baseball. So it's all it, like you, you show up to a gym and chances are you're probably training with a cop or an ex, you know, a vet or something like, you know, so for you to walk into a gym and be like, yeah, I'm doing this because I fucking get cops. Like, you're going to get wrecked at a certain yeah. point. Do it, and and I wouldn't even be surprised if you if the if the owner of the gym or the the head black belt there just tells you get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, you should be definitely doing for the right reasons, getting healthy, um, gaining more knowledge. Um, you know, a, a quest. It's like a self quest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's, it's there so much. A million other reasons. Oh yeah, there's so many good reasons oh, to be yeah. doing it rather than a, making yeah. a, a piss poor reason. You know, so you if you're if you're doing said. if you're trying to learn any type of uh, martial arts to hurt anybody else, you're missing the whole fucking point of martial arts. Yeah, exactly. you know. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Just just stay informed out there with with what you're looking into, but I gotta say, man, I, I feel like um. I feel like the post was originally just so much out of anger because they didn't know what was going on. You know, they saw the video and then there was this whole push about like, we got to fight cops. We got to kill cops. We got to defund the police. And so I get the motivation for the post, but it was horribly misguided. And, you know, he did have somewhat of a conversation with us about it because he told him that if you're you're a grown ass man, if that's how you feel about the situation, fine. I don't have to like it, and I don't have to pretend I like it. But you should not be doing that shit to kids. You should not be telling kids this is the reason why you're doing it. Right. No, it's it's like you said, Chris. I mean, <clears throat> it's a good way to get hurt. It's a good way to get shot. Like I can know all the jujitsu in the world, but it will not stop six forty round shells to my chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to learn Tai Chi or some shit like that. Well, <laughs> in order to stop the bullets. We hit up the guys from McDojo <laughs> Life, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. One Chi Blast straight at those fucking bullets. I, dude, I would love to get them on our show. That would be such a cool episode to talk to the guys that do that page exposing fake martial arts gyms. I believe he's got a podcast now too. Does he? So Swapcast is coming. <laughs> I know I know they were doing a documentary mm-hmm. that was crowdfunded if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I mean they were getting it ready like prior to COVID, so I'm not sure, you know, that might have put a put a cramper in the in the details there, but that would be a way cool episode because I think just as dangerous as somebody telling somebody else to do a martial art for the wrong reason, it's just as dangerous to train at a gym that is not legitimate. Uh, yeah. I, I, there's this, 
here's the thing, like, because you can go to McDojo's YouTube page. We don't know the guy, but we follow him on Instagram, and this shit's hilarious, right? The guy happens to be like a nunchuck master, too. I don't know if you've seen videos of him nunchucking. It's amazing. It's so legit. Straight up fucking Nick Diaz with some nunchucks. It's awesome. I, yeah, I've played with nunchucks one time, hit an elbow, and I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But uh, not for me. You can, you can go on. You can go on their their YouTube channel or their Instagram. See all kinds of cool shit where people just fucked up martial arts, right? <laughs> but there's a lot. Like, because I went down a rabbit hole for a minute about fake uh, fake black belts, right? Um, at jujitsu gyms, and fuck, man, like technique is all wrong. And they got a packed house, dude. They got fucking a full gym. Right, and they're teaching them how to do arm bars fucked up. They're teaching them how to roll fucked up and fall, and and it's like, dude, those are the sh- that's the shit you need to learn before you learn jujitsu. It's all the basic stuff. Yeah, or you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Uh, I was kind of wondering about that because I remember seeing this video, and I think McDojo had it on their Instagram page, and it's probably in the documentary. Where this guy goes to a jujitsu gym that this dude's basically running out of his basement, essentially. And it's a big black guy, and he claims to be a black belt in jujitsu. And they're showing some video, and they're terrible, right? I know, I know, the, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. So the guy, the guy challenged him. He's like, a I, ball, I think. Yeah. He's like, I challenge you right now in your gym. And he's like, you can't challenge me because you're not a black belt in my gym, right? Um, and I, I'm kind of curious if there's like not a – is there not like a agency that verifies, <laughs> hey, I'd like to open a business. Okay, what do you do? Um, it's going to be a jiu-jitsu gym. Okay, what are your – is there qualifications? Do you have a license? Do, um, you don't have a license to be a black belt, obviously, but you can get you can get the certificate to whoever promoted them to black belt, right? So right, and, and then there's continued training to like as you're a black belt, you know. What I mean? So you walk into any legitimate jujitsu gym, and you're going to have their black belt certificate on the wall. I have my certificate from my promotion. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's fucked up because like. Now, if they if they're if they entered a IBJJF, right, then they have to submit, but that has to be signed off by another black belt. So you gotta fucking basically dig and figure out, okay, well, what is your lineage? Who who did who gave you your black belt? Right. Let's dig and see if that's for real, because that guy in particular, he had said he got his black belt from somebody. I don't remember off the top of my head because I've never seen this video like a couple of years ago. And he was asking him, who gave you your black belt and who promoted you? And he's telling him, so-and-so promoted me. And so you've got to do your homework and be like, okay, well, let me see if that's true. And most of those, most of the, most of the black belts are part of some association, right? So that association will have a registered list of belts from blue to black. So you can go check on their website or what have you. You can contact that black belt and ask them, hey, did you promote so-and-so? Like, you kind of have to do your own homework for the most part. Right. Unless, unless they've already been in the IBJJF system or, or you know, whatever tournament they're competing in, you can kind of, if they've ever competed, you can kind of fucking do it that way. But 
Right, right. It's not like an overall. Yeah, that's just what I was curious about it. And and quite frankly, I think there should be um specific group of, you know, individuals or agency to to verify um because that's so dangerous. It, it's so dangerous especially when dude, there's um I'll give you an example. A perfect example. Uh so we have a new apprentice on the job site, right? And um God bless this kid. Uh, he's <laughs> that's never good when you <laughs> oh, God bless this kid. It's, it's it's and it's never good when you have to start with out of this world blessings on somebody. <laughs> Listen, there's there's no blessings I can give you on this earth that I know of, so I gotta go outside of it. <laughs> but um he's uh he's twenty three, I think, twenty three, twenty four. And he's, yeah, he's a little, he's a little baby still, right, to all of us. But um, he tries hard, you know. (laughs) Uh, I don't say a whole lot. He tries hard. Uh, Not the sharpest tool in the shed. But um, anyway, so we had a, we had a slower day on uh, Friday. And um, it was, I think it was like Friday last week. Anyways, so we're, we're sitting there chatting around the job site and, I tell a coworker of mine, he's like, they're doing this thing where they're not drinking for a month. Like two of my coworkers and my foreman, because they're trying to get like a little bit little better shape, you know, lose some weight, feel better. Amateurs. Like, oh, that's, like, yeah, that's good. Right? Yeah. Just a month, not Just forever. Month? Forever? Um, <laughs> but uh, so I was telling my coworker, I was like, hey, man, you want a physical activity? I was like, come try jujitsu with me. It'd be great. It's a great workout. You only a couple times a night or a couple times a week and uh my particular black belt he's real cool man he's like let you try it for as long as you like and you can talk to him about you know payments or whatever if you if you do end up liking it and he's like okay yeah maybe i'll check it out so this kid heard the overheard the conversation i was like oh you can come check it out too dude we don't mind and he's like um yeah i actually used to do taekwondo and i was like oh that's cool i like taekwondo um because i was taekwondo i mean there's a whole lot of martial arts that i really enjoy but i don't know a whole lot about you know um i think the only one that i'm like "Mm," is like karate but so he's like yeah i did 1980 then yeah yeah exactly Uh, 1982 um but he's like yeah i used to do taekwondo i was like hell yeah man that's cool right on he's like yeah i'm a black belt and i went you know like the music stops and i was like really he's like yeah i'm a black belt in taekwondo <laughs> well, see, here's I don't a, see it. Here's the here's the fucked up thing. Not to shit on other martial arts, but to get your black belt in jujitsu, like if you're training regularly, it's gonna be a minute. There, don't get me wrong. There's guys that have fucking gotten their black belt pretty quick, and they deserve it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but they're but if you're training regularly and you're still got a fucking normal nine to five job, like you could probably get a doctorate in about the same amount of time. You know, yeah. so and and that's just you're just getting the, tip of the black belt. Right? Yeah, your shit hasn't even started. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but you go ju- do judo for two years, black belt. Taekwondo for a year, two years, black belt. Yeah. Like, same with most of the other martial arts. You know what I mean? And there are some jujitsu gyms where you can fucking you you pay. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm. This month is when they're doing promotions. Here's a little cash. Oh, yeah. 
a blue belt after six months and I've never wrestled. I've never done any sort of grappling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, boy, do you remember that story I told you when we first moved out here, that first jujitsu gym I went to to try? I think that was a gym that you pay to move up. That's a that's a make it, it just it sounded like it because and I'm not saying those guys weren't legit at jujitsu. I just think that they're so big and they had so many people there that in order for anybody to move up in that establishment, um you pay. Yeah. Because I you know, when I was talking to the guy when I went there, I was like how many classes can I take? He's like, Well you can take as many as you want, but we prefer since you're the beginner you're in the beginner class that you only take two classes a week. I said, okay, well, when can I move up to the next level? Well, you know, it takes everybody a different amounts of time. How, how many, how dedicated you are, how good you are. Um, but it, it takes about six months and how, how many times you come to class. And I'm like, six months. Well, yeah. I can only come twice a week. So, yeah. you know, what do you, like, and I yeah, just, after about, after about nine classes, you'll be a, a purple belt. So yeah. And I was like thinking to myself, like, dude, I just smoked one of your blue belts. So he's more advanced than I am according to your standards and and I'm not ready to be there yet. So go to a new gym and you talk to the, to their head instructor, whether he's purple, brown, black belt, whatever. And you tell him like, Oh, well I've been training for a year as a white belt, you know, then they can still kind of, and, and even then he might be like, okay, well, let's, let's get you on the map and see, you know what I mean? And they'll kind of gauge, where you are at you know? right and they'll go from there but that's that's strange like you roll into a gym and tell them yeah i've been training for over a year or whatever um yeah but you're still a beginner so and and like you said it, it very might, well might be like a pay-to-play type setup where you yeah. gotta show up so many times and then they'll tell you like this is when we're having promotions and then they'll decide okay, <clears throat> Uh, if you want to take the test to be promoted, it's 250 bucks. Okay. Here you go. Oh, Hey, you did a great job. Here's your blue belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that when you first walk into a gym and say, yeah, I'm, I'm new to the area. I want to start rolling. I've been rolling out in California. I've been training for X, Y, Z amount of time. <clears throat> I would think they would say, yeah, Hey, jump into this beginner class yeah. and see where you're at. And then that's their job to say, Hey, you know what? Yeah, you can go up to the next yeah. class. You've you've got enough skill to. You know. wake up bodies around. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, settle down, settle down there, young. Yeah. Start choking everybody out. You're like Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's what that's what happened when I went to the gym that I'm at now. Um, so I finally got a patch from uh, my black belt, so I can do the tournament. You know, and um, the first night I went there, um. He was like, how long have you been rolling? And I was like, ah, oh, man, like on and off for maybe like seven months, maybe, maybe long. I'm not exactly sure because I was like, I popped a rib and then I took a month off and then, you know, this happened. So I took some more time off and then I went back and he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. No worries. And he's like, um, well, come try the class tomorrow night and uh, we'll go from there. And I was like, OK, cool. So I went there, tried the class and he's like, hey, tonight, just roll with me. I said, OK. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that I would think that that was probably standard. Yeah, that, and that's I think that's what Jeremy did with me as well. Yeah. Um, and because well, there's guys in the class where he'll be like, 
Like he knows, okay, so-and-so can handle a white belt. Hey, you're only going to roll with this guy. Yeah. And it's usually an upper belt. You know Do I mean? you know who the most dangerous person in the gym is? Me. It, yeah. Besides <laughs> <laughs> you. The, it's the white belt. Because the white belts, my the, white belts, the white belts that have a little bit of knowledge but don't know how to train properly, they're going to exactly. tweak someone and hurt somebody. That's why they stick them with a, yeah. And that's why they stick them, or, or, and I mean, it even happens even if you've been training for a while and you, you kind of know, like, okay, I've only been rolling with the coach. I've only been rolling with these upper belts. Like, maybe I am ready to move on to the next level. But one thing I learned early on in jujitsu is you should never go in going, I want to be this belt. You know what I mean? Cause then you're never like, it's, you're never satisfied. Right. When promotions do come around and people are getting belts left and right. And then fucking you don't get one. Then you're like, you, you start to feel shitty. Like I've seen it a million times guys show up and uh, I mean, that's not because I've been I've taken big chunks of time off, right? Fucking between having kids and working full time, it's really hard to fucking go as much as I would like to. Like when I did get promoted, you know what I mean? But there are guys who are like, "Well, so and so got promoted, I'm better than them," and it's not always about being better than somebody. Yeah, right. Promoted. It's about the dedication. It's about the time you put in at the school. It's about the relationships you build. You know what I mean? And so when when you do fucking get that promotion, it's like, oh, shit, I didn't. I wasn't expecting it because I just wanted to do, get better, you know? Yeah. I tell, my, I tell my kids there's two things you can control in this world. It's attitude and your effort. Yeah. And that goes a long way in, in, a, in a gym like that. If you go in there and you're being right. a good training partner, if you're working hard every day, you know, you're putting in the work, it's going to pay off. The belts will come. Yeah. It's just people, people talk at the gym, you know what yeah. I mean? So if you're, if, if you're rolling with somebody and they go back to the coach and say, dude, this guy, he's, he's been getting harder and harder to beat him. Yeah. You know, he's picking up everything. Boy, uh, turn, can you turn up your mic a little bit? Jesus Christ. Well, I feel I like it was... I feel like it wasn't as, I mean, I don't know, maybe something happened. Maybe it's just my, it could be just my headphones. I don't know. Better. More. Keep talking. Better. Sound better. Good. Yeah, that's, that's that sounds better. Okay. Yeah, it might have just been just a little, like a, some of these things are a little fidgeting. A little fidgeting? A little fidgeting? Yeah, but, but, but uh, I say people, people talk at the gym and, when you don't know that you're being watched, you're being watched. And I feel like, um, you like the place you're at right now, Brian. I love it, dude. Absolutely love it. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I just had a, wait, what? Sorry. Say what did you say? I missed that. You say you love him more than Jeremy. No, 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 no. Um, dude, it's funny is like, they're, they're like the same guy. Yeah. Just different sizes. Yeah. Pretty much, um, but uh, yeah, I do. The, you know, the, the the gym that I'm at that I'm at now is it's like the same structure as um, Jeremy's gym mm-hmm. in uh, El Cajon. Shout out Outliers Jiu Jitsu. Um, <laughs> but um, I just had a guy who was a my buddy who lives out here, his friend does jujitsu too. And he's like, he's like, man, I've been trying to get back into it. He's like, I just can't find a gym that was really fitting me. And I was like, yeah, I hear you, man. He's like, you gotta, 
it's like trial and error at first, right? Where you want to yeah. go, what fits right for you. And I said, why don't you come um, check out this gym where I'm at? And he's like, uh, okay, what's it called? So I told him, he's like, oh, he's like, I was literally going to go there like next week. So uh turns out, I mean, this was a few weeks ago because this is like right when the gyms reopened because mm. um, of the Kung flu. And <laughs> so the, the gym reopened for a while and then I started going back and, it just so happened like the night I went back was like the first night he was there, uh, the guy who wanted to try it. And so he signed up. So it's really cool um, that um, I know somebody that I can roll. I mean, I'm starting to get to know everybody. I feel like every jujitsu gym is a little bit clicky. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right? And it's just hard to do anything without having clicks. Cause I mean, even for as long as I've been a part of Jeremy's gym of outliers, when I do go back, you're like, huh, <laughs> okay, like that group's over there, you know, and then, but, for the, but right. in, in general, when you're on the mat, it's, it's all the same, you know what I mean? Like when everybody's yeah. training, it's pretty much all the same. There, there's no clicks in because your buddy can't help you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear that. Well, he um, can. He can help you go to sleep. <laughs> so I was going to I was going to ask you guys what like what do you what is your opinion on um belt testing? Like what do you what do you what do you stand like with that? that? I um personally I think like the way Jeremy does it cuz there are people, there are individuals where he'll say, "Listen, you're getting close, but these are the marks I want you to hit before we even discuss it." You know what I mean? And I was one of those individuals. He, he pulled me aside and said, what you're going to do is you're going to fucking lose this much weight. You're going to train this many days and you're not going to fucking complain and bitch about it. And you're, I want to see if you can do it. Right. And so that was part of my criteria. And I had no problem with him pulling me aside and saying that. And then there are the times where he'll be talking to you know, the powers that be within the school and be like, so-and-so is getting close. I want you to fucking go as hard as you can and see what they can give you. Or it'll be like, okay, gauntlet night. You know what I mean? And you're on your back. Fucking gauntlet, dude. Jesus Christ. And and you're on your back. And all of a sudden, like the heaviest hitters in the school are coming after you for fucking five minutes and for, you know, 10, 15 rounds. And then after that, when everyone's dead, Jeremy will disappear and pop back up with a belt in his knee, you know? So I think that promotions like that are more meaningful, right? I'm going to go test for my belt. Yeah. I think, I think that hits it on the money and, you know, you watch the, that's the ones that would mean the most. Like if that was like you just one night, right. You're just in there and you're busting your hump you know, doing what you can to learn. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're getting worked by the top guys and, you know, you're doing everything you can to survive these 15 rounds or whatever it is, you know, and then you think you're going to die. You, you're, 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 you're not going to make it right. And then at the end, you're like the, you come out of this haze of ass whooping that's being dumped on you. Right. And you're like, Oh crap, this is it. This is why, you know, this is why. So that, that means it, way more. It does mean way more. I like I've seen Ethan get promoted uh, in a similar fashion, not after a gauntlet, but really unexpected, right? Same with Mike, unexpected. And so it was really cool to see their reaction to something that they weren't expecting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
right. uh, belt testing. I mean, there's some people who like some schools that might do um, like more of, I guess, like a, like a survey, right? Like they're going to try and gauge where you're at. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to do this technique type testing and they want to see what you know. Like they'll have sections of like study guides basically. And so they might test you on those, you know what I mean? But I don't know, man, it's, it's hard because there's, it's not like Kung Fu where there's like different motions and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. Like, so there's, there's a, there's going to be a different way to apply every submission, you know what I mean? But the basics, like, I don't know, like shrimping, obviously bridging, rolling, things like that. Those are all things you got to learn. Break falling. Those are all things you got to learn like day one. Right. Yeah. So because everyone's everyone's knee cuts different than everyone's guard pulls different than everyone's triangle than every it's always different for everybody. Yeah. And like as, you're saying, as, there's these basic as moves. Jeremy says, as Jeremy says, there's one there's more than one white skin cat. <laughs> 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 and I and I know the saying's wrong and he knows the saying's wrong, but it's because his son used to say that he, yeah. he thought that's what it was, but it's every like you said, everybody's movement is different yeah everybody's a little different you know what i've um so you know when when i first started the gym i did talk to a black belt and i said um i uh i have a particular style that works a little bit better for me um just because of my body type and there's a particular guard that I like to practice with a lot. And I was like, hey, do you have an issue with that? And he was like, not at all. If that's what works for you, go for it. He's like, let me know how you progress with it. Because I feel like a lot of people that train at our gym have very good posture. And it, it's true, they do. Which makes the guard that I do a lot harder. Um, so it's been, um, I don't want to say... Uh, challenging, like in a bad way, but in a good way. It's, yeah, it's had to make me exactly. It's 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 had to make me adapt to the styles that I'm against because I felt like at Jeremy's gym, a lot of people were really good at guard. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like guard pass to guard pass to guard pass to guard pass. Yeah. Versus having somebody that completely can oppose your guard to pass is a little bit newer to me. Mm-hmm. And granted, I mean, I'm only you know a white belt, so I'm still learning. Every day I go in, so and I'm, well, it don't matter. Even if you're a black belt, you should be learning something every day, right? Right. I mean? Like Larry said, um, when we're learning something new, we're all white belts. Yeah. So, but I will tell you that that Americana escape that Larry explained to us, it does fucking yeah. work. So break that break so, that down for Chris and the listeners who might have missed that episode. If you did miss it, go back and watch it. It actually released. Yeah, I just dropped. Um, yeah, what? So the, today or Friday, the day that it released, would have been the twenty first. Um, yeah. Today's the twenty third, and we're recording this, so it's going to be a little bit late if you hear it by now. But you can still go back and listen to it. So right. So five star on uh, Apple's uh, Apple iTunes, whatever. Apple Podcast. 
Hey, all you truth hooligans out there, this is Big Country from Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Want to take a break from the show to give you the business, if you know what I mean. We want to let you know where you can catch the show, and you can listen on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Deezer, Stitcher, CastBox, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, and our newest platform, Geostav, Jevison, Jevison, Jowthavan. For sure, I didn't say that shit right. J-I-O-S-A-A-V-N. You can check out our Instagram at Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies. Follow us on Twitter at WB Conspiracies. Subscribe to our YouTube channel or head on over to our website, WBConspiracies.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our channels. We appreciate it so much. We do have t-shirts available for sale on TeePublic if you want to rep the podcast. And if you do, please make sure you tag us in your social media when you post it. And we will for sure be tagging you and ours and giving you a shout out on the show. We appreciate that so very much. But get on over to TeePublic and get those t-shirts because soon we will be off of TeePublic and distributing our own t-shirts on our website. Stay tuned for a Patreon coming in the next few months. We're going to be re-releasing season one and season two with a lot of extra content that you won't be able to get except for on Patreon. And we're going to be doing a individual take on all of the episodes that we've done to date. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. But now that that is all over, let's get back to the show. Yep. All right. So... To break it down, for anybody that doesn't know what an Americana is, your arm, you, you take any arm, you put it up like you're going to give a high five, right? And or you're being sworn into office. Or you're being sworn into office or you're pleading testifying. guilty or guilty. Yeah. <laughs> you're testifying. So the idea of an Americana is when someone's applying an Americana, your elbow is going to get cranked up towards the top of your head and your hand is going to get cranked behind you so yeah yeah, it's a picture exactly no like a picture but it keeps going straight back so when we were speaking to larry he was talking about how he was speaking with his instructor his sifu as he called him and they were going over this escape and the escape i mean it's weird because in jujitsu when someone goes hey try this and it's like something super simple and you're like well, that doesn't sound complicated enough to work. You know what I mean? And half the time it's the best way to do it, right? So I got caught in an Americana and what Larry said was you give it to them until they get to like 90, 95% of it getting locked in and then you bridge and punch out of it. And I was like, okay, like that sounds, you know, that sounds that sounds like a good escape, like. But I've never I've never tried that before. After that point, you know what I, I mean. It, it, the, uh, <clears throat> let me cut you off. But if you know jujitsu, it sounds like a quick fix to a problem that's way bigger. If you're in an Americana, than they're yeah, exactly done with it. You know, you're like, oh, just yeah. well, and punch. You as know? soon as you get locked in, especially like in the past, like I would say five years, 10 years, there was always the Kimura and Americana trap, right? The mouse trap system. Mm-hmm. So once you get it locked, someone, someone locks their hands in 
you, you go to straighten your arm out and then they can get to uh, Kimura and then you can, you can fight it that way. You know what I mean? So that was typically where I always saw the fight. As soon as they lock it in, you try and get out of it then. Right. Um, because once it's locked in, I mean, you're pretty flexible in the shoulders, so it's going to yeah. take a lot. Right. Um, but once it's locked in, you could they could wreck your fucking shoulder. So to you wouldn't know. It, you wouldn't exactly. Know. But to give it to like ninety percent before you defend it, I was like, damn, that's that's pushing it. You know what I mean? So, but Larry's a fucking badass. So I'm like, <laughs> nice Batman. I, yeah, there's no. You're not gonna tell Bruce Wayne that's not how it's done. So <laughs> I was like, dude, I got jujitsu tomorrow. I'm gonna fucking try it out. Yeah, you're so, like, listen, uh, listen, Bruce Lee. I don't think I need your advice <laughs> on this one, bud. Yeah. So, dude, sure enough, because I'm like, oh shit, someone can get a Kimura right here. I get caught in the Kimura. Fucking, I feel it cranking, cranking. Boom, out of it, dude. And I was like, oh shit, it fucking worked. And I'm. I'm it's like I said, waiting that long before you defend the submission, it sounds crazy, but it fucking worked. And, and then, and I was able to, to pull that escape. I think one other time that day. Um, and then I had popped a rib, so I haven't been back in three weeks, but it fucking worked. You know what I mean? So there, there's things, little things like that, that other people, who you don't train with will be like, well, have you tried this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's, that's like one of the best parts about jujitsu. Like yeah, uh, always learning. Yeah. A, a black belt who we, he, he used to be an instructor at our school, fucking amazing, amazing jujitsu practitioner, amazing wrestler, uh, Julio shout out to Julio. He, we did no gi. I don't, do no gi very often at all. Like rarely. Right. Yeah. Cause heel hooks and neck cranks terrify me. Well, I love, I love, I love doing fucking heel hooks and ankle locks and all that shit. Right. Even with the gi on, but with no gi, it's just a lot different. You know, no gi is definitely like if you're stuck at the beach and you get into a fight, you know, but, right. um, but I spent all day, well, all morning, right up until he showed up in a gi, right. And doing pretty well. And then, um, this was also a guy who would whip my ass in a gi. So this is not like, well, it's because it was no gi, you know? And it's like, fuck man, when you're fighting someone that good and I'm, I'm going, man, I, you know, I thought I had good pressure. And the problem was you had too much pressure. You know, he's telling me you had too much pressure. You, you didn't base enough. That's why I was sweeping you here and there and all this. Cause it's weird. I have a shit memory. But if I'm rolling with someone and after that seven minute round or whatever, they say, these are the areas you fucked up and I can recall those like just fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but that's the benefit about training with people you you're not used to training with all the time. Right. Yeah. I think too, it's, um, as we, you know, I talked to Larry on that episode that something kind of slows down in your mind. And I don't know if it's the adrenaline's pumping and the endorphins are kicking off and, and the testosterone's coming out and, and you know, you're, you're realizing that you're in a fight and, you know, not necessarily obviously at a gym for your life, but um, you could maybe your brain doesn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's, could be what happens in a a life or death situation. Some sort of prehistoric fucking 
yeah something animal instinct and right exactly and and uh, i think i shared it with you guys that uh just randomly because when we had decided that we were going to do this episode about jujitsu and kind of give our souls a break from you know kid torture um the article that popped up about that 62 year old 65 year old that choked a dude out did you see the video yeah I haven't watched it, but it popped up a couple different things. I was looking as a kid, dude. Okay, so because I had I just seen the video, I didn't read the article. But this and here's the crazy part: the guy that the the dude that attacked the old man, right? And when I say old man, that's just because his his age, because he's older than us. This this man, he's older than me. He's got to be old. This man was in. Tip top shape. Dude, okay. He makes me look 62 fat. years old. 62 years old. And he he likes, ah! You know how Mike Tyson looks now? Yeah. That. That's what he looks like. He's trading. Yeah. So he's got eugenics, right? Yeah. <laughs> eugenics, <Yeah>. bud. <laughs> so he's coming out of a hotel lobby. And this dude approaches him, baggy pants, baggy shirts, like your stereotypical up to no good type dude, right? Are you profiling people? Yeah. If there was a Karen calling the cops, yeah. picture that person, and you'll yeah. know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, and he walks up to the guy, and the guy's wearing like the type of shirts you see like bodybuilders, like the tank tops that bodybuilders wear, right? Like yeah. real Where thin. you cut it and you cut the yeah. your nipples the hanging out. Yeah. yeah, you get the nip slip, Oops. and Oops, and dude. so he's <laughs> so he's walking out, and the dude says like he asked him like, "Yo, you want to fight?" And the guy like turned around, was like, man, and kept walking. And the guy kept coming after him. So he's like, it got to a point where I knew that if my back was turned to him longer, then I was going to be a victim. So they start fucking firing off. And the dude hits the old man a couple times. But, he, you know, kept the shit together. And he ends up choking the fuck out of this dude. Puts him to sleep him in the parking lot. Beautiful rear naked choke. Nice. And the guy tells, like, he he turns on his cell phone at that point. I don't know if he went, like, live on Facebook or something. But he's recording himself. <laughs> and the guy, and this guy, okay, the longest yard, right? The giant black dude that's picking up the bleachers. You know how he's all like, me to oh. yeah, he's like, that's, that's who he reminded me of. Like, not that he was dumb, but like, he's just a big ass teddy bear type dude. Yeah. Right. And he's like, this dude asked me if I wanted to fight and I told him I didn't want to. And he came after me and he's like, I think I killed him. He's like, oh man, I hope I didn't kill him. So he starts walking back over there. He's like, hey, make sure this dude's alive. And the dude's like, waking up you know and it he's took like, him a while to wake up yeah and he's like you better stay down he's like don't get up don't get up and the guy like starts getting up so the dude's like man i don't want to fight again and he goes back and he's telling people like stay in your hotel rooms and the cops end up coming but if say this guy was just a bodybuilder right just a weightlifter and he didn't know jujitsu he would have been a victim that day yeah you know because what i mean that i think the guy um i don't know if they had determined but <laughs> He had said the guy appeared to be on some type of narcotic yeah. of some sort, yeah. whether, you know, and, and a lot of that stuff gives you gives you kind of like superhuman strength for a oh, period like, of time. Yeah. Um, I think Chris can talk a little bit about that, but. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, there's times when you fight people that are, are hopped up on drugs and you feel like, how the hell did I get control of this guy? Or, you know, even by knowing just a little bit more than the next, you know, and then at times it just takes like astronomical numbers five on one or whatever and you guys people are always why well, there's so many people jumping on them why you know 
Because yeah. when you're trying to, when you're struggling with someone that doesn't want to go <laughs> with the program, it's not easy. I mean, it's, it's not, people want to tuck their hands under it. There's all kinds of moves that you have to use to, to get their hands released. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot of effort. And then you're trying not, you know, Monday night morning quarterback, like just enough force to affect their rest, yeah. just enough force because everyone's going to be watching this and it's never looked, no use of force ever looks good. So especially out of context. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it just it just goes to show that um, one, you're never too old to, to train. Nope. I don't think you're ever too old to train. Um, and two, in the right situations, a particular martial arts like this, jujitsu, could save your life. And it's not to say that we're not shitting on any any other martial arts. Could be taekwondo. Could be jikundo. Yeah. I mean, so I've, I've seen plenty of, of people. I've seen plenty of people in street fights that get the fuck kicked out of their heads. Shit like like. Not saying Muay Thai or or Taekwondo does not work, right? Of course, but whatever you know is gonna you're not gonna be a victim. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm sure that the I think, guy. I think we're just advocating training in general. In general, get yourself into a martial arts except karate, but get yourself into a martial. Arts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that guy, um, and honestly, even karate. Like if if that guy didn't know jujitsu and he knew anything else he still would have not been a victim you know what i mean right yeah because obviously that the guy that attacked him doesn't know anything he didn't know how to go to sleep yeah Yeah. other than how to fucking go to sleep he didn't he didn't protect his neck well enough you know what i mean if he was fighting someone that was trained in any type of martial arts there there would have been a fight and clearly there wasn't a fight that that old man put him to sleep and uh yeah that's just an, that's just one of the few examples. Um, you know, we've seen kids. I think one of the fucking coolest videos I ever saw was this girl who was getting picked on by this boy. She fucking arm bars dude. Cause he, it's because he liked her. <laughs> he liked it. She fucking arm bars dude. Chokes him. I, I don't know. Maybe that was the one where he chokes him unconscious. That might have been the one. But there was another one where a little boy is getting bullied by this big kid. Yeah. And you could tell that the little boy. He reminds me of my nephew because. Sure, my nephew knows jujitsu far better than I ever understand jujitsu. He's been training way longer, um, but he also knows. One of us. Yeah, he also knows. Well, he's yeah. Once he gets full grown size, then I'm I'm definitely terrified. Not to yeah. say I'm not a little. You know, I watch my p's and q's around him, <laughs> but yeah. but his his uh. It was it was a similar thing because I remember early on when he was training, this kid was picking on him, and we and you know his mom and dad had told him, "Listen, do what you got to do, but no joint manipulation because I don't want you to break his arm. I don't want you to dislocate a knee or whatever." You know, so this kid's getting picked on, and he hits him with a couple leg kicks, and then he fucking shoots in, and the the kid's getting all squirrely, and he ends up fucking arm barring the kid. And he could have taken this kid's arm home with him if he wanted to. <laughs> he could, you know what I mean? Because the kid had no idea. He's thinking, I'm bigger than him. And yeah. and we all know, especially in jiu-jitsu sizing, shit. Yeah. People, so, people uh, <laughs> it's an underestimation when people walk in, I'm bigger than you. That don't mean yeah. shit. I feel like there's a, there's an, Chris, maybe you could talk about this a little bit. But I feel like there's this weird stigma in society. And I remember it, uh, you know, going through high school and getting a little bit older, um, be, being around, you know, maybe w- before I met my wife when I was single with girls, 
um, slut. with when I was a slut, <laughs> uh, you know, talking about other guys who were clearly buff, yacked, yeah. huge guys. And, you know, somebody having a conversation on the side, maybe you're at the bar or something like that, some situation, whatever it is. But this, this mentality comes up of like, oh, that guy's way buffer than you. I'm like, yeah, yeah so can you, can you stop a single leg? I doubt it. It's it's the mentality of like how physically fit do you look means like people think it means you're tougher yeah. or you're 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 good at fighting or what it you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think it I think a lot of people it does translate to that guy's why good are you at picking on me in this way? Well, I gotta talk about no, this. I'm, ju- I'm just saying way. because you're thinking I'm not tough because I'm buff. No, Is that what you're no, I think I think you have a great <laughs> Uh, physique, oh, and I you, think bro. you know it's what I'm it talking doesn't, about. It, absolutely, it doesn't correlate. It doesn't just because you have X, Y, and Z of body mass doesn't mean that you're correlate to being a, a good fighter. It yeah, doesn't listen, always correlate. You mean I, I have one ab, and it's a rather large ab, yeah. right? But my stamina on the ground, fuck man, I, it's I, uncanny, I, dude. I'll it's uncanny. So, yeah, but <laughs> but like I mean, have you run into where you've had to? get a little hands-on with someone that's a bigger guy and maybe 10 seconds of movement. They're like, <sighs> yeah, there's, there's been plenty of times that you get rolling around with somebody and, you know, five or five to 10, you know, 30, that first for 30 seconds, you can tell yeah. right away if they're going to, they're going to gas out or, or not. And then you, you find out real quick that they're, they're not, it takes, like, there's it takes an incident, there's an incident that, uh, um, me and my wonderful partner, um, we'll just we'll just call her uh, the other half of Team Hamburger. Um, <laughs> she uh, she was doing something in a car, and this guy was around the front, and he had clipped the guardrail, and because he's really drunk, and uh, pulled over to, to try to change his tire that he had caused uh, to get flat. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you want to be safe, obviously. Yeah, obviously, he have his hazards on at least. Yeah, he did. So we came up to check on him, and uh, I came up to talk to him, and it was actually, um, you know, my partner's out. So she was running the license plate and I came up to get this guy out of the traffic side. Cause he's trying to change the tire on traffic side. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. So he's, you know, I'm like, Hey man, come over here. I'm like, you need to come back and talk to my partner. And he was like slurring and stumbling. And you could tell he's, he, he had had one or two, 10 too many. Hard and uh, yeah, I was like, Hey man, come over here. And like, he's like, no, I'm not talking to you. You get away from me. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you're coming to come over here. So he went to pull away from me and I grabbed him and like an arm bar takedown. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like textbook, and he's fighting me, fighting me, and I throw him down on the ground. And uh, like five seconds into it, um, I could tell he just wanted no business, was struggling with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and as soon as I certainly, as soon as I get in control, like I look up, and Burger is flying through the air like a, like a ninja, <laughs> like and just comes and knee drives this guy and like the and his back like and I already had a good control off the top the rope. She was like she was like Randy Macho Man Now did she start this leap from like the hood? It was like probably like <laughs> bumper, probably the back of the bumper like jumping because I take him down like. By the passenger door, I think. And, and you're um, like, fuck yeah, that was and, the best uh, takedown I've ever had. That was awesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when you're confident with your hands, you're, it allows you to do things to take him down. And, you know, like I said, like five to 10 seconds of him not going with the program, he quickly changed his tune. And, right. you know, immediately he's giving himself up yeah, at that point. Sure. When he realized, I'm getting tired. He realized, <laughs> number one, 
maybe you didn't think I was just physically fit with these uniforms. It hides a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, and, and, and when you grab somebody, you know, right away, like this guy's got strength and yeah. he's got man strength. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or if you resist, right, you can tell right away that they're if they what they got. And this guy was soft and, and I was not. Mm-hmm. And 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 just to clarify, you know, obviously we're gonna be doing um a lot more shows about jujitsu and martial arts and stuff like that, because it is a passion of ours and we're gonna kinda combine the two with what we do normally, but what to make it very clear, we're not we're not shitting on anybody that goes to the gym and is physically fit and takes care of their body. We're not that's not what we're saying. We're just saying that it's not mutually inclusive that if you are a buff, therefore you could beat someone's ass simply because you, right. you know, bench two two twenty or whatever. You know yeah, what I'm mean? gonna tell you my cardio is way different than car, uh, boy's cardio right now. Like if I went to back to the gym, because I haven't been in the gym in a minute, but if I went to go roll around with you guys, I'm I'd be gassed because rolling and being physically rolling around people yeah, is so different, different than hitting the gym running and doing that stuff exactly does the cardio the the cardio does translate a little bit over but when you're rolling and when you're fighting it's man deep, body against body it's, it's a deep cardio yeah yeah <laughs> yeah man um you know before we wrap up the show tonight um one thing i did want to ask you guys about and i'm in preparation for my first tournament which will mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully happen in November if it doesn't get shut down. Oh, you haven't competed. Oh, you. Whoops. I thought you did one. So I signed up to, for right? it. Was going to. We then we moved. That's right. That's right. So yeah, that was that train of events. You got your but, bracket um, yet and all that? What weight division are you in? Uh, so I am a lightweight, which is in this particular tournament, it's one fifty-five to one seventy. Um, I'm in the masters category because I'm about to be 31. Yeah, you can, you don't. What's the seniors start at? Uh, no, 74. Just, no, is it? Is it? Oh, no, I think it's ma- It's just masters. masters. Yeah, well, have different um, brackets of masters. Yeah, so it's like that just means you won't fight anybody under 30. That's the safest. If you got a fucking normal day to day job. That's the safest way to compete once yeah. you're past 30 is in the Masters. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. I'll, be, I'll get back to you it. Don't see, what I do. You don't see like Shanji fighting in the Masters. You know what I mean? Right. He's over 30. Hunter, my son, I weighed in today. What is he, about 205 now? Close. <laughs> For real? 215. 165. Jesus. That's, that's what I weigh right now. My 12-year-old son, 165. You have that's to what cut. I weigh right now. Dude, he's got plenty of time. In about a year, I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to take more than one of them at a time. Like I, I won't fight uh, Hunter and Logan at the same time anymore. I'll fight both of them right now. Call them up. Good, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Um, no, I think I'm gonna stay with the way that I'm at right now. Yeah, because uh, I'm I'm like literally in the middle of my division. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many 31 year olds that are six five one seventy. You know, I don't know. Yeah. What um what tournament is this? This is a Fuji tournament. Okay. Uh, they nice. actually have quite a few lined up with from now until then, which is nice to see. But um, you gonna have you're gonna have your wife uh, record him for us? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what's kind of interesting about Jiu-Jitsu tournaments is kind of uh, the at least the way I feel about it, right? So I take it very serious. Um, my training is different than um, maybe if I'm not. I don't want to say it's it's more relaxed if I'm not training for a tournament. Yeah. But yeah. I don't ever go into the gym and I'm like, I don't know. 
I don't want to do anything. To do. No, no I, training, I mean, you always train for training. Yeah, no, tournament training is is different. Yeah, but it's it's different. Like I, I, I essentially walk into the gym with the mentality of like, I'm going to whoop everyone's ass tonight. <laughs> and if I don't, then I'm going to tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I think that's um, an appropriate mentality, at least for me. But I, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on... Boy, you probably know a little bit about this. Some people who sign up for tournaments just to try it, which is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But they go in this—they go in with this mentality of, hopefully, I just do good. You know, hopefully, um, I hopefully I just don't die. Well, anybody competing, and you've competed plenty, uh, you know, in in different sports, so you get it. When have you ever got on the football field and just went? I just hope that we, you know, play mm-hmm. good. And, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just, I hope we got orange slices at halftime. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've passed on the, the horrible gene of being overly competitive. Well, if you're oh, no, no shit. Yeah. Well, you and your wife's genes combined, it's like, fuck, we can't even play cornhole without someone crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Like, have you ever experienced that in in a different sport where people are like, "I just really hope we all have fun." There's there's people at all levels that you know. It, I've always found whatever you put into it is what you get out of it. And there's some people that you know go into a sport and they're like, "Ah, oh, you know, I'm doing it for X, Y, and Z." Yeah, you know, doing it to get fit, doing it to get in shape. You know, uh, jujitsu uh, and the the knowledge that I have for it, I use it to save my ass when I'm fighting for my life yeah, and I'm on my back and I don't get stressed yeah. when that's the first place, worst place to be right. Is on your back with someone on top of you mm-hmm. and me, I got to, you know, weapons that people can take and use against me. And, you know, so I know how to, you got to work to defend stuff. Yeah. You know, that's the way that I go at it. Right. What did, what did Mike say when he rolled with me? Do you remember what he said? Oh, he said it, fe- it felt like you were trying to put him in cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a reason why I rolled the way I do because yeah, I don't think it was until after. We're yeah. Like, he didn't know. Oh yeah. Chris worked for cops plus. So oh, I was like, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Cause I felt like he was, tra- he was either a dominatrix or he was trying to. Do it he's very good yeah so um, but yeah that's that's the way i do it right and brian you're doing it for a purpose like you want to get better you want to focus on your health getting fit you want to get into this still, tournament and do so bad for yourself to roll with me but. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> rolling, well, I, I, blackouts. Uh, <laughs> i'll tell you man like it's it's become something very recently um more for me uh yeah it's weird to call it a career, but, but going in that direction with it. Yeah. Um, so it's become more than just a hobby for me recently, yeah. very recently. And, well, and with jujitsu, you should, um, you should treat it like a career. Like we had said earlier, if you're going to, if you plan on progressing more and more and more, then you should plan on doing this longer than you've ever done a job. You know what I mean? So I mean, whether it's professional or not, nah, it's a career. You have a jujitsu yeah. career because it's going to be a commitment for most people the rest of their lives. Whether it's consistent, whether it's training, not go for a few months training, not go like it's a career. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. I um, 
I just look at that that mentality, and I'm not saying like if you ever do a tournament, you have to go in there with I'm going to rip someone's head off and shit down their windpipe. That's not <laughs> what I mean. I mean it more of of if you're going to spend a hundred bucks, which is usually what a tournament is. Yeah, go in the mentality. Go in there with the mentality of I'm going to fight, and I'm going to make sure that I come out on top. Yeah. Um. Versus going into a tournament with the mentality of Hopefully I just do okay. Cause dude, you've already lost. Yeah. Because I can guarantee you that your opponent is does not have that mentality. Yeah. You well, know the, the first tournament I went into, I knew it was gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. You should always expect it to be tough because you don't know what you're up against. Sometimes you get partnered with someone from your school. So you might know, like, okay, I know how this guy fights. But for all you know, you're fighting the next fucking prodigy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my mentality was Dana White's there, there to watch this guy or something. Yeah, Who knows? I'm going to go in there and I'm going to use everything I know to do my best. Now, if that gets me to the podium, fine or whatever. But if you go in there going, I just hope I have fun. Like you're probably going to lose then. No one's ever, no one that's ever won a championship or a medal or anything like that has ever been. I'm just here for the fun. Like, dude, no, you could die doing jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> and so you should go into there going, okay, I have this giant fucking toolbox of stuff. Not to say that that person's toolbox isn't three times bigger than yours. Cause you don't know, but yeah. you're going to utilize everything in your toolbox in order to come out on top. Right. Right. So yeah. don't show up to a tournament if you just want to have fun. Now yeah. there are guys who are stupid good and they get to the point where they're like, yeah, I'm just here to warm up for my next fucking ADCC. You yeah. Know what I'm I mean? just getting ready for Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Oh, so I'm like, here oh, for it. Okay. It is, it is fun for them. You know what I mean? But for sure. if you're, your first tournament, it's fucking nerve wracking until you have your name called, you know what I mean? Then it's like, oh, I've, I've done this before. And then, cause I, you, chances are, I mean, if you, if you're the first up, cause you got to get there for weigh-ins for the safety speech and all that shit. Right. Right. So I don't know if they're having kids at that tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. you know, usually it's like a three day tournament depending on the size. Right. So they might have kids the first day, then they have adults the second and third day. So you got to get there. It, they might give you a time, but it's never the right time. Never. <laughs> so you're going to show up. You're going to probably fucking weigh in with your gi, do the safety shit, and then sit around for four hours. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to go get an acai bowl because you're fucking starving and your right. bracket was supposed to start two hours ago. <laughs> so I'm just going to uh, sit there and listen to Labouche for four hours, just getting ready. <laughs> Be my lover. But you know, once you once you loosen up and you're starting to talk to the guys, and you know they're like, "Oh, what bracket are you in?" Oh, and then you start to figure out, "Oh, this is I'm a in the murder bracket." Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you start chit chatting, and then you're with your coaches and shit, and like you, your nerves calm down. And then when you're on the apron waiting, right, and they're like okay, here's your bracket. These guys are going to fight first. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And then they're like, okay, you're up. And then you're all good again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's definitely, even if you don't plan on competing forever, you should probably do a tournament at least once. Yeah. 
And I know that if I ever compete again, it's definitely going to be in the masters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to keep my ass safe, but no, it's fun. No, I, 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 I remember training diligently before I left to go up to the Academy, mm-hmm. my Academy. And, you know, they're the guys at the gym. I was training a lot of stand up kickboxing, mm-hmm. a lot of boxing, and then a lot of uh, jujitsu. And they kept on trying to get me to do a kickboxing match. Hey, Chris, you should oh, do shit. You should do a kickboxing match. You should do a kickboxing match. And I really wanted to. And my wife was so against it really? um, for forever. And she didn't want me to get hurt, you know, doing one, especially since I'm getting ready to go off to an academy. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, but I'm thinking, you know, it's always good to get in there, get in the ring and, and it, get some kind of nerves out. Yeah. And yeah, I did. ended up doing a kickboxing. Did match. you? Yeah. Oh, shit. And it was our, our gym. I was trying out at Cajon, and then we went against another gym, like down in the San Diego area. So it was like a little in-house type deal. Yeah. And uh, they just matched us up, you know, found guys, similar weights and, you know, I was like, I'll do it. I'll do one. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. So I get into the ring and, you know, like you said, I was so nervous all the way up to that point when I'm hitting the pads in the back and I'm getting loosened up with my coaches and I'm just, my anxiety level was so high. I yeah. was like, so worked up. I actually like went into the first round and after I just decimated you threw, this guy, you threw, you threw up everywhere. <laughs> well, I had, Dude, the very first like three punches, I knocked this guy down. Oh shit! And I was just like, oh, I gotta finish him. I gotta finish him, right? He's back up, and we're kicking, pop, pop. You know, I got a real good throw, tie throw in. You know, kicking him, his legs out. You know, had a, my jab was working, and um, I was a little bit taller than this guy. And it was so funny because after the thing, my brother had my brother had come to watch. He's like, I was, he's like, I was watching you warm up, watching everybody else warm up, and the one guy didn't want you to fight was the guy that you did fight. Fight. Oh shit! And he goes because he looked really. Um, like he had, had some extra fights. Well, he had like two extra more fights than I had okay. ever done. And um, by the end of it, like I just wrecked this guy. I felt so good. It was so like liberating. You know, you just get in there. You, you know all the shit you learned worked. Yeah, you just put all the stuff that you'd learned in, into effect. The coach was happy, gave me his tie shorts. Yeah. You know, I was just like pumped up. I was just, it was way cool. cool. And, um, you know, so that was, that, that was my experience of going into that like tournament type yeah. scenario. So I got smoked. My first tournament by points. I didn't get submitted, but um, the guy that I fought, believe it or not, was bigger than me. And we not were possible. the only two. We were the only like this dude was like two inches taller than me. But um, no excuses. The guy was better than me. But yeah. he, he had he had been a blue belt much longer than I had been. Yeah. Right. And, and he, I just could not get this fucking guy off the top of me. Yeah, we were going at it, standing up, and then fucking got got get a trip and go down. He's on side control, fucking. So he, he pointed me out, you know. But it was definitely like even when you get your ass kicked, they're like, "Hey, man, good job, thanks for the fight." You know what I mean? Yep. So it was cool. I still got second place because we were the only two in our bracket. So what's up, silver medal? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, but no, it was a lot of fun, and I definitely would like to compete again. Um, years ago before I started or before I had my daughter, I think we were going to try and do a master's. And then it was like, dude, I can't, I can barely sleep. I still got to get up, go to work. There's no way I'm going to be able to train for a fucking tournament. So, but no, it's definitely, don't you guys would, would, would would agree that the, the, the training that you do for a tournament should be, 
more different. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah definitely difference. leading up to it is your whole different mindset almost. Yeah. It's the difference between, you know, like for, for football practice, right? There's a difference between before the season starts and then during the season, right? So it's like the off season program. The and off then, season program is different. You so know? that's leading up to the, the regular practices and exactly. then the regular practices you're, you're doing the two days, get yourself yep. mentally ready. And then you cut down to single day practices, but they become a little bit more intense. Mm-hmm. And then the games start happening, right? You have your first scrimmage and you see where you're at. Exactly. And then you go back yeah. to work on things and then you implement things, the holes that you found that you had, you, you change a couple things and that's what you build up to the, the game week. And then real season, and starts and yeah. it's money practice and it's you're focused and then Tuesday you're building up to that game and then you taper down yeah and then you get into your game yeah, yeah it's, not, it's a whole different thing you know so fucking game one is tournament day you know what I mean because the whole season is a tournament so you gotta fucking be ready for game one right because yeah. you might have depending on how many people are in your bracket and depending on how well you do you might have three fights you know what I mean four yeah. fights depending on how so, deep it is so you know the 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 tournament rules because i actually have them right here um, they guarantee two uh single elimination okay single elimination not guaranteed uh and i think that might be an alteration of the rules just because of it, de- it depends on who you're well it depends on who you what tournament is is being held because yeah you know it's different with naga than ibjjf then you know it's so it it depends uh i've been to plenty of tournaments that are single elimination. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting about this this um, particular tournament, and we'll kind of end the show here, but what's interesting about this one is the point system, right? So, okay, so takedown, sweep, knee on belly, two points. Mm-hmm. Locked submission attempts that end out of bounds without purpose, two points. So if I have you in a, sub, a locked submission and we somehow end up out of bounds, I will get awarded two points for having the submission locked. Guard pass is three points, mm-hmm. and amount back position with hooks is four points. Um, But it goes through, you know, what's allowed, what's not allowed, and it's pretty standard. The only one that I thought was kind of interesting for a white belt um, that goes all the way from it's white, blue, and purple, all the rules are the same. Um, the black only rules, belt. the only rules that are different are brown and black. Yeah, I, those those two they allow what leg leg submissions, reaping. Uh, so no, so for, for brown and black in this in the Fuji tournaments, it's no knee reap, no neck crank, no twister, um, which is pretty standard in most yeah. jiu jitsu. Anyways, um, the only time that that's allowed is uh, no gi. Yeah. So like if you look at the Nogi category in the Jiu Jitsu tournament for expert, which is black belt and up, yeah. everything's allowed. Like bite their chin, fucking mm-hmm. rip their butthole out. Eye gouges, yeah, fish yeah. hooks, oil fish checks. It's it. <laughs> um, what I did find kind of interesting is um, so what's not allowed for my particular category and then blue belt, purple belt is um, knee bar, toe holds. Mm-hmm. Uh, bicep and calf slicer, knee reap, which is again across the board, neck crank, um, twister and spine crank, and let's. I don't know specifically. Like I'd probably have to ask. I don't know what a spine crank is. Is that 
It's like a uh, twister. You know, you know how the, um, so, okay. Would it be a, uh, like a can opener? You can can opener. Um, cause that's more of a net crank and a lot of tournaments, they don't do like net cranks and shit like that. Right. right. So, or, or, but, um, but can, can, can openers are different because it is like spine uh, manipulation. Um, but, uh, like a electric twister, chair, electric chair. So that's a um, spine crank, right? It can be considered. Yeah. It's, it, de- it, honestly, it depends on the tournament. I mean, obviously a knee, a knee reap is a knee reap, right? So, but there might be. Maybe it depends on the ref too. They might not yeah. consider an electric chair a spine crank, you know. But I, I feel uh, like uh, that, that's a more of a groin. Because because here, here's just, but here's the strange thing, right? You could do a bow and arrow, which if you get one deep, like that's that's spine. That's, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, it it depends. But I mean, they go over all that shit before the tournament I, you could even ask your your coach like hey um where am i at because you know i've been locking in these twisters left and right so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but as far as like things like well is it if i happen to be in an electric chair position is this going to be an issue or yeah you know i mean so but point jujitsu like it's it's cool to watch um i like i like it but when it comes to like things that you can and can't do it's kind of silly like honestly they should just be like open it up you know and fucking do what you do right. but the other the other thing i have an issue with is and you see it at high level jujitsu too is like if you take someone's back right and you have your hooks locked in that's four points you take one hook out and you base with it for a couple seconds and then you hook it back in that's four points Mm-hmm. So not necessarily changing your position. You're just moving your leg in and back out. Uh, not right. saying it's super easy to do, but that's a quick eight points. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot to come back from if, if, yeah. And there was, there was a Gary Tonin and, and Hiring Gracie years ago. Um, same thing. Gary Tonin went up fucking like six points for that. And then Hiring did Hiring got a back take. And he was like, after the match, I was like, oh shit, I should have just took my hook out, put it back in and I would have won by points. But he's like, no, nah, I wanted to choke him out. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Chris, you want to add anything before we wrap up the show? Uh, I know Boy and I are a little bit more traversed in the the names of moves and I'm sure we're like, yeah, Twister, electric chair, crank. And you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? I knew exactly but, what everything you were talking about. Oh, good, good. I was just sitting um, taking it in. And last time I checked, I think I whooped the crap out of you, you skinny little white belt. Nope. <laughs> nope. You don't recall you don't recall that? I don't remember that at all, Adidas Gee. <laughs> yeah. This Adidas Gee whooped your ass. <laughs> Boy, you remember, I, I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't know. I was too busy smoking both of you guys. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Hold on, though. Hold on. I do want to back up, boy. the The very first time we rolled, I almost got you. Um, and uh, and this, I think I just a guillotine, and I had, and I, I just gave up on it last second because I was struggling so hard to get get it because you're such a large man. And uh, I ended up, and he's like, I thought you had, I well, thought you had you. me. And I was like, oh, and. His stamina is, in in fact, uh, amazing on the mat. There's, there's no I'm a big man. It. I'm a fluffy guy, but I, I'm an athlete. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my knees crack all the time, but I'm an athlete. <laughs> That's how you know you're an athlete. Yeah. I feel like um, 
And boy, what you had mentioned earlier is, is, is it's not necessarily how good you are, get you to the next level. Um, there's a girl at the gym. Uh, and I want to say that she's a regular, she's been there almost every time. She's, she's, she's a short little thing and probably weighs like a, I don't know, hundred fucking pounds, maybe. Um, but she's like fully striped up white belt. Mm-hmm. And I thoroughly enjoy rolling with her. Um, just because it's always a good role and she's tech, she's very technically sound, right? Like, yeah, those sometimes are, those are, those are fun though, because yeah, yeah. Cause I feel like it, it, whether I get her, she gets me, you know, or whoever it is, it makes me better because I like, you can feel what they're doing and then you watch yeah. them doing it. Yeah. Um, when you, when you watch a technical person roll with someone else, it's so helpful. Yeah. hundred percent. Hundred percent, love it, absolutely. Um, I'm motivated. So, I want to get to the gym. Let's go, dude. Well, let's go. We could probably um, next weekend is Big Country's birthday and uh, Ezekiel Ezekiel Choke's birthday. So, but Sunday morning, if they're holding open mags, come with me. All right. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Uh, to our listeners out there, thanks so much for stopping by for this one. I know it's not the typical conspiracy episode, but we're going to be hearing a little bit more about jujitsu as we progress through this podcast career. Um, you can check us out at our website, wbconspiracies.com. You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Same name as the uh, website, wbconspiracies. And we really appreciate it if you guys could go give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, our newest platform that we are on. Who knows for how much longer? <laughs> because apparently the major platforms that are out there, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like flagging our shit yeah. uh, for whatever reason, you know, take vitamin C, hydroxychloroquine, whatever we're talking about. You know, don't fuck kids. Yeah, um, hey, that's an issue. <laughs> but they uh, seem to have an issue with taking people who promote that lifestyle down. So, anyways, uh, and we would appreciate it if you go ahead and uh, left us a review. You know, people still hit us up. They're like, "Where can we listen to the show? Anywhere? Yeah. Anywhere? Like, but, literally but anywhere? Can, wherever you're listening to it? And if if you give us, you know, a thumbs up, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a review if possible, but especially on iTunes because it. If we're not getting reviews and we're not getting, um, you know, any comments or anything like that, it kind of shuffles us down. So we're trying to get more listeners. The, the more you're vocal about, hey, fucking, I hate you guys, but I'm going to give you guys five stars. Like, so you can go tell your other friends that how shitty our podcast is. Yeah. And, but they'll be able to find it easier because you gave us five stars. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Share it. Tell a friend. Yeah. That's exactly how that works. A couple of big guests coming up after you listen to this episode that are in the works. Um, They're going to be happening very soon. And we're kind of going to get back into another true crime episode. We haven't done one in a while. That'll be fun. I just was going to tell you guys that. (laughs) Well, we can can narrow it down. I'm sure you got one you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, So until then... Uh, thanks so much for stopping by for this episode of I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this, ho. You ain't saying this, ho. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. My balls are
I'm a human being. God 